are tuning into the Glory Cloud Podcast with your host Swoop. And this is Dawit talking all things music, culture, and faith. Remember, whether cloud by day or fire by night, always tune in and follow the Glory Cloud. Alright. So I know I know we were supposed to talk about this later, but I can't wait any longer. Mm-hmm. French Montana. French Wyoming. Homeboy, homeboy really tried saying he had more hits than Kendrick Lamar. <sighs> and then the, the the tough part, the tough part is there's all these memes going around saying name one French Montana song that doesn't have a feature on it. You know, there's been memes going on where people said if someone had a gun to my head and they said if you you have to name three Mon- French Montana songs. Or no gonna, features. Or you're going to die. People are saying, well, I'm yeah. done. I'm, like, I'm done. <laughs> and then somebody said, somebody said, actually, no one would die because the shooter wouldn't even know any songs either. <laughs> he couldn't come through. <laughs> I'm living. I'm living. You just slip it out on them. Oh, so what you know? What you know? Nothing. Oh, my But No, goodness. then you had Young Thug jumping in, too, trying to, trying to defend uh, defending Kenny. And, like, the crazy thing is they pulled up all the stats and everything. French Montana ain't even the double digits. Like, Kendrick Lamar, he he in double digit number one hits. Absolutely. French Montana ain't even the double digits. He's at, like, five or seven. No discredit to him at all. Yeah. But when you coming in saying, oh, yeah, I'm way better than this person. I got way more hits. Actually, hate to break it to you. Hate to break through ya. My chance is on the glory cloud available on Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, and Bandcamp. Yeah. Um man, honestly, well, if you if we look at what I looked at what he actually said, and he was talking about in the context of festivals, and he uh, says he said like hey, what he was trying to say was Kendrick makes like albums that are like masterpieces. Yeah. French was saying like essentially that he is more of I have the hits in terms of I can move the crowd at a festival. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, it was funny because like I think it was DJ Academics. Yeah, the way it came off, it did not sound like that. (laughs) Academics was like Academics was like ultimately if they did a festival, Kendrick Lamar is headlining. French Montana is not. They're not even sharing the same stage. And then and then that's when he said I have more hits than Kendrick Lamar. Like, French Montana said that. Mm-mm. And ultimately, like, it was just a big L because it's like, it wasn't needed to be said. Like, no. he like he could have said, I feel like I am, I'm more of a performer of an artist than somebody like Kendrick. Like, then I could kind of mm. see what he was trying to say. I mean, he'd still be wrong, but it'd be like, yeah, because it's, Kendrick it's shows are ridiculous. It's putting two different, two different styles against each other. You put an MC next to, I don't want to say this and demean him, but you're putting MC next to party rapper, right? Like, there's two different, there's two different uh, ways to the art of it, and so it's like right. when you think about it, it's really hard to compare those two, right? Right. But anyway, that's French. Um, that's but French. you know what are like honestly it's just interesting how artists like it's crazy it's like why do like artists can be so prideful sometimes like it really shows yeah. how like bro you you 
have platinum hits. You've been you've yeah. been featured. Like just stay in your lane, enjoy the success you have. Like you haven't you're not disappearing from the game. Like if a French Montana uh-huh. song comes out, like people will check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, we're not. Has a feature on it, we're I mean. not talking Fetty Wap. You know what I mean? Where, right? By the way, shout out Fetty Wap's. Um, uh, what was it? Trap Queen? Oh, I almost forgot what it was called. Went man, it went diamond <laughs> just this last week. Diamond. diamond after many years, but hey, that's that's a shout out to Fetty. Hey, you still got the certification? Yeah, he still got the plaque. But it's just it's just one of those things where I feel like. Um, if artists just enjoy the craft they make, the art they make, how it impacts people, how they can connect they don't with, need to yeah, compare themselves. like, like they really don't. And saying Mm-mm. something like that ridiculous at the end of the day, um, it puts their name in the headlines again. But yeah, it's the fact that I don't know why you have to make a comment like that. And it's just, it's one of those things. Where you just got to start. You got to start loving, <clears throat> loving the art and, and take away the pride of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Next, then we had uh, other highlights of the week. It was a busy week. Timbaland and Swizz Beats. Mm-hmm. Creating versus TV. Crazy. Absolute bananas. I'm excited for that. Bro, like, so Teddy Riley, who is um, a producer from Harlem, the father of Jack Swing versus Babyface, yep. um, two huge producers, um, two producers who've worked with, you know, Michael Jackson, like big, big names. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, they're by, before our time. Like these guys were making hits Way when before. I was born. So like I'm, it's beyond my time, but they broke the IG record for most people on a live stream and it was like half a million people and really yeah it was really crazy man i like i tuned in and like the bops, really the bops they were playing were really dope like that old school r&b but yeah bro michelle obama was in the comments like it was going crazy like everybody who was anybody a lot of the ogs like people were just all in the comments uh, really? Yeah, like it was. Dang, it was, it was pretty. They got cool. nothing on Drake and Tory Lanez. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I think, like Tory Lanez was crazy with what he was doing. Yeah, um, obviously, but, but this it, was like music. This was true. This was real music. This was this real. was music. Tory this Lanez was, was just goofing. Was like world star on steroids, but uh, <laughs> but no, this was real music, and I think it's cool because I think we talked about. Okay, what's what's what are artists gonna do to get creative, and how right. are they gonna generate um, press or even like income or whatever for themselves? And this right. is dope because it was spontaneous. Like Swizz Beats and Timbaland, I think they were posting on their story, like making like mm-hmm. a beat battle kind of thing, and right, then right. It, they were going back and forth. And then it transformed into let's do an IG live beat battle. Then they created versus TV. And then various artists have been like T I think T Pain and Lil John did one. And right. then Oh yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah. They was going back at it. <laughs> yeah. So that was like and so like then now it's developed into this one. And I think it's cool to see how um that's one thing I love about hip hop is in itself. It's mm-hmm. a genre where, you know, you would sample old music, whether it's jazz, whether it's alternative rock, whether it's 
soul, anything, and then you'd sample it and then create a beat from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's about getting creative with what you have. And it's almost mm-hmm. like the spirit of that is not lost. Because even now in quarantine, when we don't have concerts and we can't do this stuff, virtually, right. like, they've created this way of generating people to engage in music. It's pretty dope. Yeah. I think it's cool. hey, You know what? You know what? With this, with this versus TV, them doing, going track for track, what I really want to see, I really want to see Scott Storch and Timbaland go against each other. That'd be, I think he did one versus somebody, but I don't know who it was against. Who's Scott Storch or Timbaland? No, Scott Storch did one versus, I can't remember who no, he it was. Did, he did one against, he did one against, uh, was that Scott Swiss? did, Swiss? Or huh? Who was it against? I'm not sure who he did it against, I don't remember, but I know for sure he did do it because I saw it on, uh, saw it on Instagram, but I want to see him and go, him and Timbaland go at it because Scott Storch He's he's created a lot of a lot of bangers. He created still Dre. He had um, me myself and I by Beyonce up there. Ja Rule up there. Mm-hmm. He had the anthem "Let Me Love You" by Mario up Jeez. there. Lean back, like man, man, be working, man, be for real working. So I I'd, I'd love yeah. to see. Man, also how can I forget this? Man also created "Lord Give Me a Sign." Dang, Lord Give Me a Sign. <laughs> That 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 if that ain't a sign, he he definitely would. I'm not gonna say he'd win, but man has a lot of hits under his belt. Right, right. No, definitely, definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, no. Also, another another. Um, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm gonna edit that out. Also, <laughs> <laughs> not COVID, not COVID. Not COVID in Jesus' name. Um, also, oh, am I saying it? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, you, you, you froze. My Wi-Fi acting up. You froze on uh, my Facetime, but I'm your Wi-Fi. Be a city girl. It's always about to act up. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> uh, I'm debating whether to edit this or not. But you know what? We're going to keep a push it. Um, another way, another very creative um, way, art, an artist who is generating some buzz for himself, although it's, you know, limited to quarantine, is Travis Scott. Uh, Travis yeah. Scott recently, so this is my understanding, yesterday, well, you know, today's Friday when we're recording this, but right. um, I think Thursday night, you know, Travis Scott premiered his new song with Kid Cudi in a new group that they created called The Scots. The Scots. Um, cover, which was designed by Cause. If you know Cause, he's an incredibly respected um, artist um, in, the, in the culture and in music and in fashion. But anyways, and they premiered this virtual concert on Fortnite. That's crazy. And like, That's like who thinks of that? Someone that was like was, someone thought of Lil. Let's have a concert inside a video game. But that's what I'm saying. I love the creativity because like, like that's crazy to think about. Yeah, because it was like you're playing in this game, and then suddenly, boom! Like Travis, a giant, <laughs> a giant <laughs> figurine of Travis Scott is just like <laughs> with a flaming microphone, right? Just like. 
raging. But it was a creative way. I think it was really creative um, because not only did they get, they got 12 million people Jeez. Who, who watched that at the live, like when it was happening live on Fortnite. So 12 uh, those million, are people are, and it was only on Fortnite. It was only on Fortnite, but some people were streaming on Twitch and then some oh. people were streaming it on YouTube. So there was even more people. Like they're gonna have to do a count of how many people actually watched. And then, and then how many? How many were were in? Um, were in? Uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface again? Did you say? That was half a million people on their IG live. Wow. So so that was like IG live, but this was. Um, because you have so many people playing Fortnite all around the world at once. And plus yeah. A lot of people knew what was happening. And doing Twitch and stuff in. like that. So the numbers are more than 12 million. And so. That's crazy. Yeah. Like it's. And to be to, to their credit, they really were creative. It was really dope because it's kind of cool. Like think about you playing your regular video game. And, and all suddenly, of a sudden a concert happens. Yeah. And it's like. Jeez. It's, it's pretty crazy. I think. Um, it also speaks to, you know, they targeted Fortnite because a lot of young kids play Fortnite as well. Yeah, that's um, like LaFlame's demographic right there. I know, it really is. It really is. But it just shows, man, like the the generation now, the younger generation is very mm-hmm. influenced um, by hip hop, by music, by culture. And they're smart. They're smart yeah. to be to be going into that. And I think I saw... I think I saw somewhere on Instagram where they're selling now like figurines of the Fortnite packages, like with Cactus Jack on it and stuff. And like for real, they're cop there, bro. And apparently, resale is about to make money. About to make mad money, yeah. So it was, it was really, it was really interesting. That's crazy. Another, <laughs> another. Uh... Oh, I'm about to sneeze. I feel it. <laughs> bless me. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta bless yourself. Mm-hmm. Another another uh, <laughs> another thing that happened this week is that Spotify created a feature where a listener can tip the artist, mm-hmm. which I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. It's super uh, it's super inclusive. Yes, and and how spot mm-hmm. how bigger corporations are now realizing that this pandemic is affecting. Artists. is affecting smaller artists yes and, no i wouldn't say smaller artists underground artists artists less lesser known yeah it's honestly bro it's affecting it's affecting um it's affecting like everybody like, i think the yeah. baby said if this was like seven million yeah he's gonna lose like seven million dollars or something like that if it doesn't in the next two months because of covid so it's crazy yeah but yeah, it's super cool to see, uh, super cool to see Spotify taking recognition of that. And so, people, if you listen to local artists, support your local artists, right? Just donate to them, sow into their lives, because if you believe in their music, then you should want to help them. You should right. want to help them out for sure. Right, right. And then finally, what had what had the entire world shook. The last dance, man. The we last just gotta, dance. We need that was the highlights of the week, but we need to talk about. Yeah, we need to talk about 
Listen, bro, when that, when that, what's that, that intro, the dun dun dun, that's the Bulls intro, babe. As a Chicago born kid, I had all my Jordans on. I had my Jordans <laughs> sitting around me. I had that one, that one, uh, Jordan jersey that I have that's reversible. Oh had, my goodness. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, yes, we, we be in Chicago today. <laughs> yo, that was, um, Yo, and we're speaking from we've we've seen the first two episodes. First and two, and they're premiering the next two on Netflix on Monday, I believe. Word. Yeah, so like I think I think I don't know if it's two or just one episode, but every Monday they're gonna have a new release, and on Netflix probably like two, probably. And then ES, I think ESPN does it on Sunday. They do a live broadcast on ESPN on Sunday. Wow, um, but it's like honestly, as a okay, so as a as a person, like I was feeling goosebumps. But for you, Chicago yeah. born and raised, you know, obviously anyone I've ever met from Chicago will just de- by default say Mike is the goat automatically. Of course, got to, got to. That's how you, you got home. to. You got. To. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how. That's how you live. That's how you keep the roof over your head. <laughs> But the the rent lowered. But even for you, did would you say that watching these first two episodes thus far has it even increased his greatness and and how he pursued the game and how he desired to be great even more in your eyes? Or would you say it was just you already were, you know, you're absolutely I'd say I'd say it's increased. It increased the impact that he had because. Unfortunately, I wasn't born in the time where he was where he was on the Bulls and still playing. Right. And uh it really helped me be able to see like <clears throat> I was able to see the impact that he had and and what he thought of his impact. Right. And how he knew how he knew like when uh and also I didn't know that, that Bulls did the Pip did Pippin dirty like that. But mm-hmm. uh like even when Pippin went uh was rehabbing and uh jordan was like okay you know what that's what i knew i had to be i had to be that guy i had to be the leader now i had to i had to be that voice right and even when even when he was uh when he was talking about when he was a rookie and he walked into he walked into the uh hotel room and he had all all the players had mounds of coke there, girls there, drugs there, drinks there, and how he realized, you know what, I gotta walk out because as soon as I walk, if I get caught, I'll be just as guilty as these guys. 100%. I'll be just as guilty as these guys, and and even coming, <clears throat> and even for me being when I was competitive snowboarding, where that culture is heavy in heavy in drug activity as well. Uh, being being in that being in that mindset of you know what I'm gonna walk out because some ain't nothing good gonna happen if we, if people get caught and just seeing that just seeing that okay you know what I had the same mentality as Michael Jordan did and I and I and I was striving and I wanted to be I wanted to be the Michael Jordan of uh, snowboarding for sure like mm-hmm. like every like every. Like every athlete wants to be, of course you want to be the greatest. Of course you want to be the best. And you see Jordan really put effort into wanting to be the best, and even tested authority, <clears throat> tested authority. And like when he was saying, when he uh, broke his, I think it was his ankle. He said, "Uh oh, when he, uh, yeah, when he broke when, his foot, 
was it was his foot, and he kept playing. Uh, he played pickup every once in a while, and then when he came back, when he came back, that one foot was stronger than his other foot. Like yeah, yeah that yeah. was like man put in work to be great, and you can clearly see. You can clearly see, man. I could talk about this a whole whole lot of time, but what about what about yeah. you? What'd you get from it? Um, I I definitely respect it. Like I've okay. So the thing is, I've always been a Kobe fan. I grew up in the Kobe era. R.I.P. Um, rest in peace. Um, but like, so for me, I would always just argue, almost ignorantly, that Kobe's the goat. And I would just come mm. up with all these arguments and whatever, because I'm a Kobe supporter and everything. Right. But deep down, I've always known, you know, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. You know, given the fact that this man won three, left for like 18 months and then came back and continued to win again. Another three piece. Mm-hmm. It was like he could just pick it up and drop the game whenever he wanted. And he was just great. And I think. Right. For me, what it what it did was it showed. Um, I think like what you said, man, like how you talked about how you wanted to be great at snowboarding. Um, right. There's this um, a pastor named Pastor Eric Mason. Um, mm. He does like a lot of uh, ministries in the inner cities and in the States and stuff like that. And he had this profound uh, thing he put, put on his Instagram. And he said like, this documentary shows all of us that we should pursue um, what God has called us to do in our life with the same kind of passion, you know, Mm. intensity as like how Michael Jordan pursued basketball. And I thought about that and I'm like, it, I think it was that element, that same element that I see in him that I saw in Kobe that was like, I just want to be great at what I'm called to do. And I think there's a beautiful thing in that, you know, I think, you know, scripture even teaches, um, you know, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And I thought it was cool, bro. I thought like, I love the story of how it was his uh, older brother and the rivalry they had that really birthed the Michael Jordan that we see. I thought that was so interesting because Mm -hmm. it kind of shows like you can be, it depends on who the person is because that person Michael Jordan could have been the younger brother who always just complained to his dad that, oh, you don't notice me. You just look at, you know, the older brother and just accept, okay, like, I'm not that good. This is my position, you know, this is yeah. that. But instead, he said, no, nah, like, I'm going to be better than him. And out of that birthed this competitiveness to be great, you know? Yeah, and even, and even if I could add on to that, you see, it also, he was willing to be vulnerable, Mm-hmm. as well it's mm-hmm. always it's always um it's always a precious moment when uh someone that's in a position of power someone that's uh respected in the public eye someone that has a platform it's always a precious moment when you see them be vulnerable right. and especially with michael jordan that man put that on netflix mm-hmm. the entire world can see him the entire world can see uh could see that he has a vulnerable side and especially when he was talking about it with his dad yeah and seeing and seeing how he was just trying to fight for attention with his dad and yeah. uh and i and also also i really love because i never knew about jordan's family story 
I really love that he had a dad growing up. And a mom, yeah. Both I really love that he parents. had a full, a full, a full house mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't, it wasn't the, uh, it wasn't the, unfortunately, the typical story of a single parent home. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I really love that. I really love that he had a full family. You could see when you have a full family, a family that uh, that will challenge you and will always push you to be better. Just yeah. imagine the greatness that comes from it. Right. Yeah. And even even what I love seeing, you see how it affected, how it still affects people today. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like, especially with music, like it affects people to to the extent of, oh no, I want to be the Jordan of music. I want to be the best in music. I want, yeah. I want to be the best I can be in music. And that's what, and that's where you get, that's where you get uh, rap battles. That's where you get. Um, People trying to outdo each other on um, outdo each other on uh, on features. Yep. That's how we get. That's how we get the Kendrick uh, control verse. Yep, yeah. Because he was trying. Because he was just. He wasn't throwing shots at anybody. He's like, you know what? I'm just want to be the best. Yeah, I'm just gonna be the greatest. And you see how you see how that that <clears throat> mindset of one of one man can propel propel people into. Into believing that no, I could be the best too. That's how. That's how we got uh, Jordan's Jordan's uh, mindsets. How we got Kobe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you, so you see all the seeds that uh, Jordan's mindset and Jordan's drives sown. Uh, you see, you see uh, all these great players, all these great artists all these great um fashion designers all these great movie makers mm-hmm. all these great writers it 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 goes it goes so much bigger than just sports itself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that's what i loved about it you see you see the you see the root of of the mentality mm. yep yep and i think yeah like you said his name is synonymous with greatness like his name is synonymous with being the best at you know x you know Mm -hmm. whatever it is um and that that and that's kind of crazy like and again like how his his legacy is spilled into just fashion you know obviously with the jordan brand um, right into and also just how he he evolved from more than just a basketball player he was always looking to evolve like he he tried his hand at baseball now you know he's an owner of an nba franchise right he, he has his own his own branding and his own, and he's, he's just a successful businessman. So I just think, I think he's always been looking to evolve and just be excellent at whatever mm-hmm. he put his hands to. And I think that should be, that that should be modeled by, um, by everyone. But yo, coming back to one point, man, they really, what are your thoughts on the Scotty Pippen thing? Because I feel like, I feel like personally, I feel like the bulls did the right thing by not In paying the Man, like, okay, this is this is the thing. So, ultimately, he had a seven-year deal, yeah. right, where he signed for long-term contract. Yeah. Um, obviously, some people would say to be safe, you know, to be smart mm-hmm. with how much money he was making. Yeah. But because he got better and better, his worth become way, way more than what he was getting paid. But mm-hmm. ultimately... He chose that contract. 
He did. He chose that contract. And my thing is with the Bulls and the management is could they have um, done more to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to actually renew this contract for you, Scotty. Yeah. Absolutely. They could have, but would the Bulls have people say, Oh, it was because they had Scotty. Now Mike could actually win, but there was a lot of pieces on that team. Tony Kukoc, Ron Harper, yeah. you know, Paxson, Steve Kerr, Bill Cartwright. I was about to call him Stephen Kerr, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, Dennis Rodman. Now, yeah. I haven't looked at who, who was getting paid more than Scotty was in that final season, but he was the sixth most paid and Jordan was the first. So that would mean... There's about yeah. four other players. Um, I think I think why why I said they did him dirty, I think it's because, um, more of out of okay, you see you see what this what this man's putting work in for, right? You see you see, he's trying to make not himself great, but he's trying to make the Bulls Corporation name great. Right, and he's trying to he's putting in that effort, and he's he's turning out to be one of the best players right now, one of right. the top players right now. Right, and and you don't recognize that, you don't see, you don't see. Oh, but he's still putting his body on the line as well. Whenever you do a mm-hmm. sport, you're still kind of putting your body at, uh, you're putting your body on the line, and mm-hmm. so I think in the sense of why they did him dirty is like, oh, you see, he's doing all that work, but it's not being rewarded. And uh, and am I saying that Scotty? Am I saying uh, Scotty Tippen definitely did did sign sign that contract? Right. He definitely he definitely did. They he, legally nobody is in the wrong. Right. Legally nobody's in the wrong at all. He signed the contract, and once the contract is signed, then yeah, then it's cemented. But also when a team that says that they care about you. Uh, when you're signing with them, they they don't really take care of you in that sense. Then mm-hmm. then then to me to me in my view I I see it as uh being done dirty. But yeah, like my thing is this is ultimately though Scotty even throughout all those years he chose to he chose legacy over money Mm. which i applaud every time and here's the thing he was he was he was paid still you know what i mean like yeah it wasn't like he was paid when i say he was broke now but but he chose legacy and i think that's the reason why even beyond the 97 98 season he never chose to renegotiate his contract because they were winning they were winning Mm. and they were making and they were and if he and I think here's a question, and this is we don't know if the Bulls like because maybe a lot of those guys wouldn't have been on that roster. I mean, there's still a good chance they would have won all those rings. But if Scotty took the the like if Scotty had a higher pay, would they have had the team built around them of the same caliber? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we don't know that, and so I think Scotty did pay the sacrifice, which is great. Yeah, but nobody talks about why Mike never paid the sacrifice. Like Mike, True. Mike already had a shoe deal, and Mike could have taken a cut 
right? He could have taken a cut like LeBron. Uh, LeBron took a cut in his contract when he moved to Miami. So that way Chris Bosh could come. So like Mike could have taken a decent amount of cut so that way Scotty could renegotiate his deal and get paid more. Mm-hmm. But Mike never did that because right. Mike is Mike. He's the GOAT. He's like, he knows that he doesn't need to ever do that. So I just feel like there's a lot of elements in play. But ultimately, um, you know, with Scotty Pippen, like that la- that manager really screwed them over. Like that guy was just, I mean, you talk about not, I feel like towards the end of the season, because mm-hmm. it's his last year, and because they were already considering blowing it up, they could yeah. get that team going for a couple more years, and they should have rewarded Scottie Pippen like with a two or three year contract with mad money to make up for the money he lost. Right. I agree with that. I agree absolutely. With that. But man, but we yeah, could talk. Man. We could talk about. We could talk about that for a super long time. I'm excited for the next one. Me too. Yeah. Me too. It's absolutely. Crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Absolutely. So what? I, what? I, I had a question for you. Absolutely. Uh, the other day, I was uh, I was just sitting at home like everyone else. <laughs> uh, I was I was just chilling, <laughs> and I wanted to put on a playlist, and I put on. Uh... I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because man down. <laughs> no man it's just funny because you know you start off your story by like yeah i was sitting the other day and then you just pop in like everybody else yeah <laughs> from that little salt about it's like everybody else i've been been sitting inside the house gazing out the front door oh, Bro, i don't know why i've been in the house for so long i feel like like a 50 year old retiree with the amount of time to say i'm just gonna go for a walk today I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go walk myself today. You but, say uh, 50? I, was, I don't know who's retiring at fifty. I, I don't know. I, I just chose an age, man. Just pick seventy, seventy. I just chose an age that's <laughs> higher than mine. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so I was, I was, I was wanting to put on a Spotify playlist for some CHH, and uh, I, there was a lot of different types of types of CHH out there. Hmm. And you see, but one thing you really see right now is a whole lot of trap. Mm-hmm. You see a whole lot of trap more than anything. And even and even in secular music, secular hip hop, you do see a lot more trap. But uh, one thing I realized that there aren't that many of are CHH, like MCs. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And and what what why do you think why do you think that is if that question makes sense what what are you what are you um specifically defining as an mc like uh what? i mean like people that have a good bars okay i'll i'll let me, let me take back mc actually mm-hmm. um there aren't that like, many like lyricists like Lyric, lyrical, that's it. lyricists, lyrical rap. That's what I meant. Yeah, <clears throat> man. You know what? I would say it has more to do with. Um, okay, you hop hop on ca- rap caviar, for example. Mm-hmm. You know that's one of the most popular playlists um, with the the hottest rap right now in mainstream. Right. 
And if you hop on there, 90, maybe 95% of the tracks are going to be trap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be trap music, um, that version of rap, because I think that's the generation we're in right now. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm personally not surprised if I see a majority of um, believers who are making great art and great music and expressing themselves in their, in their personality as well as, and, and talking about their faith as well. Mm. And then it's, it's based off trap beats and it's, it's very like going on with the trends with ad libs and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised that there's a lot more than there was like 10 years ago of more lyrical rappers because I think that's yeah. just, that's just the generation we're in. And I also think because if you're CHH standing for Christian hip hop, for those who don't know, um, because there's a smaller, it's a smaller subgenre of hip hop yeah. in general, um, it's going to be more, you're going to have a higher concentration of rappers that are doing more trap music than right. purely like that underground lyrical um, rap, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I think they're still around. Like I think Toby, yeah, for sure, very lyrical. Um, Not at all saying that they don't exist, but I was just wondering why you think there aren't that many of them. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's more. I think it speaks more to the times we're in and the sound that is more popular now, and Mm -hmm. more artists are gravitating towards that sound. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think honestly, if I think about. So I think about with Chris, with Christian hip hop in general, there was that phase where before it was like, I think even now it was like, you know, a lot of the top artists were like, oh, like if I'm like, if I'm a plumber, am I a Christian plumber or am I a Christian architect? Like they just like, right. I'm just an architect or I'm a plumber, same way I'm just a rapper, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and it wasn't something to like be claimed because they felt like they were being put out of circles. Mm-hmm. because they were claiming their faith yeah and i think and i think like that I, in my personal opinion i think they wanted to influence those circles and you know and 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 show people what it means to be transformed by jesus and mm. to still be a rapper but they felt like the tag of christian rapper was stopping them from entering the circles right so they were kind of like going against the tag and stuff and that kind of is still happening now i mean mm. reach Reach signed with Columbia. So Reach is now. Oh, word. Oh, yeah. This was like a two years ago or a year ago. So Reach, Reach it falls under Columbia Records now. So, ah. and then they just, you know, they removed the Romans 116 from their statement of like who they are and stuff. Mm. Like they still say unashamed in 116. Yeah. But they don't put the actual verse. And I'm sure that has to do with, with that. Yeah, um, but it's an interesting state we're in because now we have one of the biggest influencers in music period, Kanye West, who just put out a fully full Christian rap album. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's interesting times. Definitely interesting times. I think I think as well as me wanting to see uh, lyricist rappers is because because I just love old school hip hop so much, right? And I, and I love like old school MC so much that I still right. that I'd love to that I love to see uh see it still happening right now and like you said it's just a moment of the times just a sign right. of the times that we're in and especially when it's uh when it's 
when you're called to all nations and love all nations, there's a big, there's a big trap nation. Yeah. And so, and so, and so I was, and I was, when I was looking through the playlist, I was, I was just sitting there listening to some of it and some of it and there, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. So, there's some Christian hip hop out there that is trash. There is some, oh, yeah. there are some oh, out yeah. there that are just bad. And it's crazy but that you know what you know. Sorry to pause on you, yeah. pause. But there's generally, honestly, bro, there's gonna be bad music. Period. Like there's yeah. bad yeah. secular rap as well. Yeah. So, but sorry, continue. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's bad. There's bad. Uh, Chh. There's bad music. Uh, that's secular. There, there's gonna be like you said. There's gonna be bad music out there. But it's crazy yeah. to me when uh, when there's like Chh rappers that are bad but uh well depends on how much they're in the word if you really look mm-hmm. at the word you got so many bars right there mm-hmm. and you got oh. so, you got you got you got so many things to use right there just based in the word somebody got to put on the organs right now you preach <laughs> so i'm just like you have all you have all that you have all that life you have all that uh that scripture right there and there's mm-hmm. so many scriptures that can be used in in bars. Like mm-hmm. life and death is in the power of the tongue. That could be right. like the hardest bar right there. If some if someone really someone really wanted to take it. Limitless ammo. Honest boom. You got limit when you when you read the word and you're a CHH rapper, you got limitless ammo. And so mm-hmm. that's why it's that's why it's still sometimes crazy to me. How you'll find uh people that are strong believers there are people that are uh they're solid solid people in general and solid uh mighty men of god and mighty women of god but sometimes mm-hmm. their music will be will be just trash and you'll be like dang like how how is how is that when you like lyrically how how is that when when you got a living god inside of you, you got the living word inside of you yeah i think i think um who was it i think uh there's an artist her name is cass she makes mm. super dope music yeah cass um, is dope very I ain't gonna lie, bro i ain't gonna lie i thought cass was a dude at first mm. <laughs> i ain't gonna lie when i heard when i heard when i heard the music i just listened yeah i thought it was a dude and then um dylan shout out pastor dylan uh he's like nah dude it's a girl i'm like oh Okay, I was. I she's like that. Yeah, she, she's super wavy. Like, I mean, like, she's super wavy, and I think her. Um, she had this. Somebody sent her. Um, I just saw her posted on her a story or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody had asked her, "Oh, I want to release music and da da da," and like, um, you inspire me so much, and I want it, you know, to. Um, but you said cast to show my faith. Inspire somebody. Cast, Somebody sent a fan of hers was asking her a question, like, how do I get started in making music and stuff? I want to do it for the Lord, blah, blah, blah. And she was legit, like, make sure the Lord's called you to it. It's really that simple. Like, if he's called you to do it, then, you know, then you're going to do it. Like, it's going to be fruitful. Like, there will be rough patches and whatever. But if the Lord's Mm. calling you to use music as a vehicle to spread his name, like whether you when you go against it he'll eventually get you right. there and i think like the difference is with what you're saying and i think what you're saying is totally right is like how how you got all this 
power in the word, right. um, revelation to your own testimony that just gives weight to the lyrics, that gives weight to your art and your mm-hmm. craft. And it's just coming out as bad as I think there's two things. Either you could be trying to rap because you want a platform yeah. and because you just want to be seen in that, but you are called to it or you are called to it and you're not treating that calling with the same, like we talked about Michael Jordan, right. like pursuing it and wanting to be great and excellent because it it, it is it is for the Lord. It's, it should be great. Mm. You know what I mean? It should be excellent. And I think um, personally speaking uh, right now with a lot of CHH, like again, we said it again, Toby, I feel like this guy is in his bag yeah. because he right. he's always been transparent. He's always given glory to God and he's done it excellently. Mm-hmm. He was dropping a music video and a song a week. For weeks Jeez, bro, weeks. grinding, edited like color scheme, everything like it was unbelievable, and he did it with excellence. And this guy blew up so big that he had the opening song when Two K Twenty came out. He was the he had his song was the was on the trailer for it. So it's like grinding, man. This guy's known, you know, he's been on BET. So like all that said, I think, and also he went up. Is- let's not forget, he went up on a uh, sway. And, and he bodied, bodied it. it. Yeah. Absolutely bodied it. And I think there's a lot of people like Xavier Omar has a song on um, Issa Rae show yeah. on HBO. I forget what it's called. I'm blanking right now. But and like like you I think you said Swoop got a Swoop. Swoop with the E. I'm Swoop with a, the S to the double U <laughs> to the double O P. That's what I am. But <laughs> Yeah, he got a deal with JBL or something uh, like that. He did a deal with JBL and did a commercial with them, um, with Giannis, at Akuna Matata, whatever his last name is. Yeah. Uh, but no, he did, and that's one thing I'm I'm finding, I'm really starting to love is that there's a lot of CHH rappers out there that are getting recognition now, and they're and they're being, and we're getting put into the marketplace now. Like 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 right. you said, uh, uh, what's his name? Xavier Omar. Yes. He in Easter Ray's Insecure, super good show. Insecure, super good show. Yeah. Uh, super yeah. funny, great uh, great project. Um, and you see Aaron Cole getting put in Aaron Cole song being used in a, in a show on my block. So like you see, mm-hmm. you see that these are um, you see that the kingdom's being advanced now. And it's being we're starting mm-hmm. to get starting to get sprinkled in, in uh, into the marketplace, into the mainstream. And so that's mm-hmm. that's what I really love about about CHH right now. That's why I'm so excited to see. Uh, I'm so excited to see the underdog win. Hundred percent, and I think I I totally agree with you. And I think we just need art artists on both fr- both fronts, like. Like we need believers who are, like you said, being sprinkled in, in the marketplace, in the industry, building relationships with people, letting their, their life do the preaching mm-hmm. for them. Let their life speak. In the words of our true, right. words of our boy, uh, scribe music, I had to take a break to let my life speak. Hey, but listen, and I'm telling you though, we need, we need the scribe musics. We need the Terrence Absolutely. Richmans. You know, we need them to also 
um, not shy away from the limitless ammo. Like they ain't. Said from, I tell you, know, they got the word. limitless ammo. They not. No, and th- what I'm saying is not that they're not, right. but we need them to continue to do exactly. what they're doing because they go straight into the word. Exactly. And they put they put excellent art out that's married to, you know, um, spirit-inspired lyrics. Mm-hmm. And, like, anybody, people can listen to that and be touched. Factual. You know what I mean? And so we need people on both fronts. And I think, and I'm not saying both of them are limited yeah. to those spheres. Like they could also be sprinkled in the marketplace, yeah, yeah. but we we need we yeah. need that, and I think CHH is on the cusp, like you said, of really breaking out right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, man. I better ask you that question. I know, I know. We could go, we could go on forever though. Like, but you know, we gotta we gotta call it. Yes, sir. Um, we're so glad y'all tuned in. Um, this is the Glory Cloud Podcast once again. Um, you know, you can stream us on iTunes, Spotify, on, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor, any other platform where they can have a podcast. We out there. Yeah, and so we're just glad that you know we're just having our discussions and sharing our opinions on music and culture and faith. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we just. Uh, Go follow our Instagram as well at the Glory Cloud T H A. Be cool like that. O R Y C L O U D. Yes, sir. And interact with us. What do you guys want to hear us talk about? Because we are always open to suggestions. Absolutely. And and yeah. So whether you're on your commute, whether you're just chilling, cooking. I mean, a lot of people. Everyone chilling because of COVID. Um, yeah, just tune in, be sure to share it, um, like it, hope you guys are enjoying Absolutely. Uh, anything you want to share? Uh, no, I just want to, want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving us your time because your time is valuable. Even though right now, even though right now, uh, it feels like we have a lot of time right now, but your time is still valuable. Um, and think about, and think about this time right now. Think about this period as a time to make up and catch up for all the things that you thought you didn't have time for but the world's literally come to a stop now for you to for you to start that business for you to start that career for you to start writing that book or start writing that that uh script like it's it's okay. like this is a time where the world's gonna change after it's after it's over and i'd hate to and i'd hate to be i'd hate to be the same person after after uh after the world's been given a break to catch up i'd hate to be the same be the same reference after, you know. plato's organ <laughs> but no that's it uh i'm swoop this is dawit aka dawit <laughs> uh remember with a cloud by day Always tune in to follow the glory cloud. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Peace.